Hey, Chris. How you doing? Hey, Tom. Yeah, I'm good. You? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Um, <laughs> it's Living Room 101, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's been a little while. Yeah, we've had a little break, I suppose, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we have. We've had a little hiatus. Yeah, a lacuna. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, lacuna. Mm. But that's why um, now we're just ready to get straight into it, don't you think? We are getting straight into it. But before we start, I suppose, I think I might be coming across a little bit muffled. Um, I think my mic yeah, sort yeah. of, it, yeah. you know, there's a little bit of moss grown on it. I think that's what happened. Oh, I, well, it would, I suppose. Yeah, it's got, got a bit mouldy. Got a bit mouldy of lack Maybe of Maybe it's just, a, it's just in a bit of a bad mood with you for not recording uh, Living yeah. Room 101 for a while. It's got a bit of uh, umbrage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be a much better name for the Archer's um, location, wouldn't it? It, it would. Umbridge. What is it? It's called Ambridge, isn't it? Yeah. It's Ambridge, yeah, but Umbridge would be would be better, I think. Do, do you think you could maybe just make a joke about that once or twice, you know, maybe over your lifetime where you listen to the archers and if someone's being a bit moody on it, you, you could say to the other person who's listening, you should say, they should call it Umbridge. Yeah, I could do that maybe twice in my lifetime. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully there won't you be really... like violent repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really laugh though when I said it, so I think maybe you didn't. You didn't well, no, I, mean, I don't know. I think I, because I, sort of come up with you know, <laughs> the idea that maybe... Because it's maybe, your joke. Maybe you jumping on it, you know, just didn't make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, it was qu- quite the contrary. Maybe it just annoyed yeah. you a bit, you know. Nigel's up in the top field. Oh, God. Alan Bennett's narrating. Has Bennett done the Archers? Bennett might have done the Archers. What, a bit like Ian McKellen was in Coronation Street? Well, a bit like that, yeah. Bit like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I should think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably got all, you know, you know, you know how like Maureen Lippman's now in Corrie and stuff. Do, yeah. do you think sort of Annika Rice is in um, The Archers? <laughs> Annika Rice, yeah. yeah. But playing herself, so she's sort of playing herself from Treasure Hunt. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, in the arms, yeah. sort of comes in with a holly helicopter. Oh, it's Annika. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe doing like challenge Annika, where they've got to do a challenge to like oh, yes, get some sort of new um, irrigation mm. system in the, you know, Nigel well, that, Archer's what? fields. I thought you were going to say the Nile Delta. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> honestly, I wouldn't put it past Annika. No, exactly. No. Annika's, uh, so the the kind of dialogue would kind of go, um, well, yeah, Ni- Nigel's up at the top field, but then Annika has started, um, initiated the project to irrigate the Nile Delta. Um, <laughs> yeah. so that would be a first yeah. for Umbridge. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Sue yeah. Archer would say, <laughs> I didn't even know that we were going to Egypt this year, Nigel. So, yeah. Well, we didn't know Annika was going to show up and marry Trevor. No. Who's probably oh, the neighbor I, or whatever. I would sigh, kind of go, oh, audible sigh on the mic and go, yeah, oh, she never should have married him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I think um, Annika playing herself in yeah. the Archers. Yeah. I think I don't think that's been done on the Archers. I mean, I wouldn't know because I've never listened to it. But you know, no. I don't think I remember it having been done no. before. You know, do you think we should get straight into it? Let's get straight into it. <laughs> um, 
So I think who's going to go first this time, Tom, is Chris, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, because normally I can sort of remember, because it's only been a week or two since we last recorded, but actually this one's been about two months, and God, God knows who went first mm. last time. But um, what it is, Tom, right, is, is as follows. So I have had, you know, it's pretty well documented that I broke my collarbone last year falling off my bike. Oh, yeah. Um, it was in all the papers, wasn't it? Yeah, it's had a lot of press. Mm. Um, but one thing sort of came to my attention when I was sitting in the fracture clinic. This is like a few weeks after you've first broken it. You go back and they have a, they have a little look in that. Mm. And I went in to a little cubicle and they, you know, fenced it off with the little blue curtain. Oh, nice. And yeah. I was just sitting there and I didn't really know how long I'd wait for someone to come and see me. And then you mm. can hear different conversations going on because there's obviously like five little, you know, fenced off cubicles, mm. but you could just hear what's happening. Mm. And uh, so, you know, I could hear the doctor was there and I just thought, if I'm going to be here for a while, I don't really know what to do because I was just sitting there and I suddenly felt the thing that I'd like you to put in please which is the stigma of sitting doing nothing <laughs> and uh partly like I want to try and figure out what it actually is that is so uncomfortable maybe mm. it's just me but I what I did right was I had to get my phone out because mm. I thought I had, I had a book in my bag and I had my mm. phone I thought a book's gonna look I mean, it wouldn't look odd, but I would feel odd. Like they'd be like, well, how long do you think we were going to be getting stuck into a, a you know, a little novel there? <laughs> um, so I thought, oh, well, I'll get my, I'll get my phone out. Mm. But what I really didn't want was for the doctor to walk into my cubicle and for me to just be sitting there doing yeah. nothing. It would have felt yeah. so odd, but I don't know why that would have felt so odd, but it, did just make me think, what is the problem here? Why is there a problem with just sitting, mm. doing nothing? Well, like, presumably, a, there's been millennia of that. I was going to say, like, um, I think it's an age-old problem, isn't it, For uh, that goes back um, thousands of years, probably. Um, I think smoking yeah. smoking was invented for for such right. you know, light, up a, light up a cigarette in, back yeah. in the day. That filled those, those lacunas, didn't it? Like... Yeah, um, back then, um, and um, obviously phones now I think have taken over um, the mantle of the crafty cigarette. Yeah. And yeah. but maybe what you need is just a little handheld console um, that sort of maybe has like nineteen eighties uh, Space Invaders, uh, yeah. Pac-Man, something like that, just to whip out a Game Boy. Like, a little Game, Game Boy. Boy, I think it'd be, you know, quite a novelty, isn't it? And people would look and go, "Oh, look, there. he's he's filling his he's filling his space with a little uh, go on his console, like maybe on a, <laughs> on, a, on a yeah. little game of Tetris, you know, to sort of fill yeah. in some fill in some blocks while whilst you wait." Um, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lovely idea. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's slightly what what's getting to me is I don't actually understand what the underlying problem is. What what's the problem with? not doing something for a few minutes. Well, I mean, it's your own you awkwardness, know, isn't it? It's your own awkwardness. And like yeah, but, but, your perception of other people looking at you thinking, what's he up to? Is he, you know, up yeah. to no good because he hasn't yeah. got his hands occupied. I mean, if you could get over that, then is it just like not a problem? Is it just a problem that you've created in your own head? 
But but it's not just me, is it? Like, does do, do you not have that? I mean, in the hospital scenario, yeah. Um, I think it, part of that problem is that you're a little bit anxious to get things going because you want the, <laughs> you want the diagnosis, you want the the man who knows what he's talking about or the woman who knows what they're talking about to come in and yeah. tell you what's what's what, don't you? So you might just do a little pacing. You might get the the water beaker by the by the bed that you're sitting on and sort of like have a look at the bottom of it because there's no way you're taking right. a little bit of water out of that. There's no no, no drink, so you might just say, "Oh, we've designed that, and it's quite functional, isn't it?" Um, yeah, but why why do we always need to be doing something? Well, I just wonder in that situation, it's because you're anxious to get things moving. So the so the space no. before no. that happens is no, it's the no? stigma of doing nothing. That's okay. what's so weird. What about you know? um, just having a bit of knitting on the go? And yeah, but doing a bit, again, a why bit do the, I need the knitting? A bit of the why can't knack. I just? Why can't I just sit there? I don't like. I don't really need the knitting. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I'd love to be, you know, Tom Daly making myself a cardigan or whatever. But <laughs> um, no, not really. But although why I imagine making himself a cardigan, he should like, knit himself a pair of trunks. Um, but no, but he's got trunks. That's all he's wearing. That's why he needs a cardigan. It's freezing in that, you know, big pool. Do you think he's uh, probably... you know on the in the seats? So is he? Is he right? Okay. So he's knitting. Is it for when he gets out and like shakes his head and goes under the shower? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming. Has a little, yeah, little he's, little puts a he's definitely on. got got trunks on, and I imagine he's knitted himself a towel already. Yeah. So now he's presumably knitting a cardi, maybe yeah. some jogging bottoms and maybe okay. knitting a pair of those sort of slider shoes. Yeah. Um, a little knitted but, pair of those might be really un- impractical. I would have thought. Yes, that's yeah. possibly true. I suppose trunks, knitted trunks would be quite um, impractical. They'd, they'd more than likely sort of fall off <laughs> as he's getting out. <laughs> Which I think, you know, given that he's got quite a high profile, I don't think yeah. that would be. Ooh, I don't think that'd be great. I think it's it could sad, cause problems it? at the BBC if it was the Olympics yeah. or whatever. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think if you're Tom Daly, you can risk sort of accidentally exposing yourself at the at the poolside. <laughs> um, I don't think. I mean. I'm not sure they're going to be that practical for the actual dive itself. You know what I mean? No. As well, just no. creating that tiny little splash when they go in, which is what they're after. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But his knitted pants, yeah, might, it might might you know <laughs> cause a bigger splash. I would imagine, or just like beautiful dive, like totally yeah. like straight legs go in. Shumph, he's in like a proper like pencil dive. Yeah, so he's straight in. Vumph, straight in, and then it's just a, like a little splash, and then yeah. as, the, as the ripples like go down, it's just a pair of knitted pants floating, <laughs> on, the, floating on the top. And then when he gets out, he kind of they sort of accidentally adhere to his head like a like a knitted hat. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has to do sort of awkward sort of putting them on underwater before he can get out. And the yeah. next divers up at, up at the top, looking down, like no. Tom, get out! No. He's like, no. I, I, my pant. My pants have come off. Yeah, um, and they've got a, they've got a camera down there as well in the diving pool, aren't yeah. they? Underwater, yeah. where you see them, kind of. Yeah, and then them, they'll yeah. show it back on like one of those blooper shows, and they'll have to sort of pixelate his genitals. Yeah, and then they'll yeah. they'll have him in the studio, and they'll be interviewing <laughs> him, saying, "What was it like?" You know, and he'll 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 have a little funny anecdote around it, saying, "Well, yeah. you know, when I started knitting my." Uh, <laughs> 
my knitted uh, pants. I, I I knew there might be trouble, but uh, but actually, you know, I, I just thought I'd go for it because I just want to. I just want to, you know, put forward the idea that um, yeah. knitting is a very positive thing that we can do. You know, with our time to fill spaces because I know um, a lot of people feel very awkward when they're not, you know, yeah. doing anything and they're not sort yeah. of occupied with something. So um, that's yeah. what I've chosen to do. And um, <laughs> but unfortunately, on this occasion, <laughs> it kind of backfired. <laughs> yeah i really uh you know i c- couldn't knit myself out of that one <laughs> <laughs> i sort of knitted myself a knotty problem oh i was gonna say it was a bit of a hairy situation then i remember that you don't knit with hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um oh. so so listen up here's another thing right here's Go another on. element to it that you yeah. maybe you can help with so now i don't know about you no. but i go through sort of audiobook phases do you um yeah i'm not really in one at the moment they're not really catching but sometimes mm. i like to have an audiobook on the go right yeah. really great for um uh sort of walking places mm. you know when you can't you can't sit with a book but why is it weird right and i've tried this so you you fancy a coffee you got a bit of time mm. so you fancy having a read of your book, you go, you get a little coffee, coffee, <laughs> you get a little coffee, and, um, and you go to press. <laughs> I think it's because in my head was pret a manger. <laughs> but you go to pret a coffee. Pret a manger. Pret a manger. Pret a manger. For your coffee. <laughs> and then you go to Britamonjai for your coffee, yeah. and you sit and you read your book, right? With your you um, sometimes, yeah, your latte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah, yeah. fine. Does anyone fine, think that's odd? No, of course no. not. Anyone coming in goes, "Ooh, a reader." No, nice. you, you know, you that's are a reading. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, get a coffee, sit down, and listen to your audio book. You mm. look so odd you can't really do it i tried it once really? i had to sort of get my pad out and kind of uh was i know just like doodle on the pad because well, i felt like but, i looked like i wasn't doing anything but people don't know that you're not listening to music that, that you look at listen to i mean but that's just right, sitting listening to music not doing anything <laughs> else that's <laughs> odd as well that's not odd i just think it's odd you might be listening to an amazing um award-worthy podcast, podcast. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. True, true. Um, well, okay. I didn't work. I just, you know, like audiobooks are for doing something else. You can't just sit, like you would sit and read a book and just sit and listen to an audiobook. It just seems odd. Mm. I don't know okay. what, I don't know if this is a modern thing, this need to always be productive. Or maybe it's a me thing, but I don't know. I feel like if you were a shepherd, mm. right, on the Greek on the hills of ancient Greece, right? <laughs> Being a shepherd. So you're sitting, you're not really doing much, but you are just keeping an eye on the flock, making sure there's no wolves and all that. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. are doing summer, but you're probably mainly just thinking about life, mm. you know? But again, it's the context, isn't it? I mean, I think if you're on the top of a mountain in Greece and you're a shepherd, mm. uh, you might have reached some kind of uh, peace with the fact that you're not really doing much. Because actually you are doing a lot. You're being a shepherd and you're sort of yeah, yeah, keeping exactly. an eye on the flock. You're keeping an eye on the, on the, on the flock. 
That's what you're doing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. You sort of were doing something even when you weren't doing anything. Yeah. I remember being, when I was a season air, famously. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. On top of a mountain, sitting there and looking at the other mountain and looking at the snow and just spending quite a lot of time just looking. And, yeah. Um, that was really great. I didn't feel like I needed to do anything else. Yeah, but, but I, again, I suppose, that's, I, I, suppose that... I was on the top of a mountain with skis on. Exactly. Um, it's just not so, the same when you're so in. Same, well, that's why I think it's a context, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, in a cafe and in the um, in the little booth in the hospital, these are places where we're not feeling comfortable doing nothing. I think you need to uh, cultivate a bit of zen, you know, and use yeah. those little moments to sort of practice mindfulness. I would really like that. You know, like I've mm. got a sort of bit of a David Hockney uh, obsession and he um, he always talks about like the pleasure just the genuine pleasure he finds in looking looking yeah. at stuff I mean obviously yeah. he does he's an artist but he's just like really look at a tree and it's incredible but mm. oh okay yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna become some sort of Zen master the thing is I mean Hockney's talking about nature I mean that's brilliant just looking in nature yeah isn't it but yeah. if you're in a yeah. hospital booth there's very few trees around oh well that's true, but you know what Hockney would be doing? What's he, what's he going to be he'd doing? He'd be getting his iPad out, and he'd oh. be drawing, I don't know, his feet or something. Or, yeah. like, he'd just be getting that blue. He'd be like, oh, what a lovely blue that blue curtain is. And yeah. He'd be he'd drawing be, that on his iPad. He'd be kind um, of playing the blue. He would. He would. Yeah. yeah. He'd be like, oh, I wonder if they use lapis lazuli for that, um, mm. that um, dye, you know. Yeah, that's what um, he'd be doing. That's what he'd be doing. He'd be doing that. He'd be like, ooh, mm. that doctor's got a real look of, you know, Gainsborough's portrait of, mm. um, you know, Sir Keith Wigglesworth. Um, <laughs> you know, that's what Hockney'd be doing. So he'd always be looking. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then the doctor um, would come in and go, oh, this is such an honour to meet you. This is such yeah. an honour. I've yeah. always been a massive fan of you. I loved your monologues. And then he'd have to, no, that was Alan Bennett. <laughs> exactly i was just thinking that i was thinking to myself what is david hockney's voice and then i thought if i try and do it it will just come out as alan bennett yeah try <laughs> try it um well hockney sort of no see it is it's it's bennett he's got a sort of um unusual no that is just alan bennett <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bit of an unusual cadence has he no Hockney. i do like that yes i do uh well, I live you know, in Los Angeles, you know, and uh, <laughs> out there, everyone's, uh, it's just so optimistic. Oh, it's sunshine, you know. You know, and the colours on the horizon. They're just, <laughs> I don't know, I've never, I, I, I'm not, I don't have a, I'm just emulating you, so. No but but he is a not. bit like, he does now you think about it. In mm. fact, really thinking about this, I'm yeah. not 100% sure David Hockney isn't an Alan Bennett character. Yeah, played by Alan Bennett. I mean, yeah, could be that. Like Alan Bennett once met uh, Andy Warhol and mm-hmm. like went in his bedroom and stole one of his wigs, and that's yeah. just what he wears and puts on round glasses, and mm-hmm. that is David Hockney. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't surprise me at all. It's like a sort of Warhol-inspired creation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the fact that David Hockney is sort of around before Andy Warhol and like all during that period is a technicality, really. Yeah, no, that's just by the yeah. by, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
It's by the yeah. by. <laughs> That's um, by the by. Well, I think, I mean, I'd quite like the idea of becoming a Zen master. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I can put this in because I don't think mm-hmm. that you be able to become a Zen master if we get rid of this because then there'll be no reason to become a Zen master. No obstacle to overcome. Yeah. I mean, I can just imagine you in your dojo as well, sitting in the middle of the floor, cross-legged, doing not doing now. Yeah, but, but the most important thing you see is that I could learn, I could probably learn to do that. But what, what would the most important thing would be that if someone came into the dojo, I wouldn't mm. be embarrassed. No, of course not. You'd have read, I'd just be like, plane. yeah, I'd be like that. I'd be like, hello, Tom. And you'd say, oh, hello, um, Zen master. Well, I'm not uh, sure I would have like, even replied because the power in that hello, Tom, there. Right, right, right. It, just like, yeah, yeah. It's sort of, wow, you're kind of saying something's, something's up here. Something's afoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'd afoot. say, hello, Tom. And then, you know, once you'd recovered from my charisma, you'd say, um, <laughs> what, what have you been doing? And I would say, I'd look at you a little surprised. Like, can't you see? And I'd say, nothing. Yeah. And, that, and, and that's it. Hang on, I just let, let's just. I think there's a sort of pneumatic drill or something going on outside my recording <laughs> studio. It's just something ruining. Something. It's, <laughs> something. it's modern life, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Let's, let's try again, though. This is this is how it will go. It'll go like this, right? Yeah. So you've I've knocked on the. I imagine my dojo has got a sort of paper. The walls yeah. are sort of paper. And I've rustled it. I've it, rustled open. it. Yeah, yeah. And you come in. and I say, "Hello, Tom." <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't see why that's funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would be. Uh, I would have to laugh. No. I'd, so let me do it again. So hang on. Yeah. So let me just hang on. Let me just. Um, here we go. One second. Right, I've come up. I've rocked up. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen this paper. It's a paper door. So I've gone. <laughs> Hello, Tom. Wow. It's quite powerful, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. What with my paper door there, were you folding it were you rustling it in some way? Because yeah. I don't want you like damaging the door. Yeah, but I mean how else am I gonna attract <laughs> your attention that I'm here? Um you are, in that state I'll have heard you coming from miles away. Really? You don't need to worry. Sensory uh, perception. Yeah, of course. I'm so present. I am so in the moment. Yeah, you pick that up, I can just hear you. You're like an owl, aren't you? Yeah, so you can hear, hear a mouse's heartbeat from like 50 meters. Yeah, yeah. Although I cannot swivel my head 360 degrees. Although maybe mm. I can if I just really concentrate on it That's enough. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, um, so you've, you've heard the yeah. approach. <laughs> yeah, you've yeah. sensed it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to try. Of course, now that I'm a Zen master, I don't do any kind of small talk. So if you don't yeah, right. really have any big news to tell me, or or mm. any like emotional connection to make, if yeah. really you were just coming for a bit of chit chat, there won't be mm. any of that, okay. and I won't I won't uh, initiate any conversation. So what might happen is you come yeah. to see me. Mm-hmm. I say hello, Tom. Well, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Just see what happens this time. Okay. okay. Here we go. Hello, Tom. Um, okay, uh, all right, I'm just, I'm just going to leave now. <laughs>
<laughs> you didn't stick it out for very long. Well, I could sense what? that there was no chit chat. I'd just come for a chit chat, and then I realised you were in your in the zone. And but I thought, why oh, didn't you sit out. with me for a while? We could have communed on a higher plane. I just I you were know, just like, oh, you're interested in his chit chat. Well, I haven't reached your level, have I? I haven't reached the higher plane. I, I'm, that I'm a, much is clear. The novice, and yeah. uh, so I yeah. just hot foot it away, really, in, in yeah. the circumstances. Um, sorry, I, I mean, I've let you down there. You don't, no, you don't need to apologize. There's no letting me down. Like, I don't really think in uh, those terms. Of course. I, um, I just, well. I'm just always in the moment, you know, yes. I, I, I don't even now remember really what you're talking about. I mean, I remember, no. but it's not going to affect me. No, it's relevant. It's, it's like no. yeah. water falling off a oiled feather from a duck. <laughs> yeah i don't know why the duck's been in oil is it some sort of oil no, it's natural oil isn't it on the feathers? oh natural oil you know, i thought you meant like when there's an oil spill and you know you have to go and we all have to go down the beach and wash the birds with no it's a natural oily like... film on a duck's feather right right right, right have you not right. seen um, ducks like when they duck down your mallard yeah. Yeah? yeah and then when they come back up the water's just running off yeah like life's problems yeah lovely exactly I'm a Zen mallard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so you've not put that in, but that's no. because I'm going to become a Zen master. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, for that's real. fair dues, isn't it? Fair dues. Yeah, yeah, fair dues. I don't mind about yeah. that. Cool. I actually feel quite Zen as a result. Um, so, Tom, what have you got for me? What I've got, Chris, is, you know when you go to a concert? Yeah. Um, and you've had a really rip-roaring time listening to, mm-hmm. to the music being played live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Often, you know, some really great of your favourite songs, hearing them live, brilliant. Mm-hmm. And Kenny then you come G out, or something. Well, yeah, Kenny G, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, you come out of your concert, like really walking on air, tripping on it, really yeah, sort yeah, of thinking, yeah. oh, this, that was great. And yeah. the venue puts on just a another... Oh piece of music like it's not mm. even the music of the person you've just seen <laughs> you know, it's, it's a different piece of music i remember like it might be sort of guns and roses sort of paradise city or something yeah and you've just been to see the beautiful south right you know yeah which yeah which is what happened to me and just before christmas um, you went to see beautiful south and then as you were coming out they were playing paradise city yeah i mean God, that's a real like that's really like washing it's like coming out of a restaurant and then um, being forced to drink a can of Diet yeah. Coke. Yeah. It's just... Like not, not unpleasant, but... Uh, but then you're you know, on your way to the tube outside the, the venue and you're seeing Paradise City. Yeah, you are. You know, it's, sort of, it's, it's sort of totally supplanted everything that's gone before. I mean, obviously, you're trying to remember what's gone before and you want to... And you should be just humming the last song that you... Heard yeah. from the encore from the from the thing you want to see. Why, why is the venue putting on some generic to Rotterdam? Rotterdam is anywhere, anywhere alone. alone. Brilliant gig, by the way. Yeah, was it? Well, it was actually um, Paul Heaton and Jackie Abbott. Okay. Yeah. Except Jackie Abbott wasn't there. So where was so Jackie? She was ill, so it was just oh, Paul okay. Heaton. But then he had. Uh, singers in within the band, his mm. drummer, for example, who who sang Jack Abbott's, and even with that, it was brilliant. It was a very good gig. 
Jackie must have been absolutely gutted to miss out on her concert at the O2. I know. I know. That doesn't but happen every day, does it? It doesn't happen every day, but what also doesn't happen every day and what made Jackie feel like, oh, that's maybe not so bad, is that their album, yeah. just before Christmas, was at number one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And they yeah, were, but then Jackie's want to yeah. wants to ride the crest of that wave, doesn't she? She wants to surf yeah. into the O2, you know, on, the, yeah, but you on that know. number one album. They, um, you know, but we're all, we're only humans. Um, well, I don't know if I am a human, technically, because I don't I'm a Zen master. Well, you've already done that. Well, that was yeah. quick. Well, in training. Yeah. But what I was thinking yeah. was that maybe Jackie is a Zen master. In which yeah. case, uh, the fact that she thought she was going to get to do an exhilarating gig to mm. like 60,000 people at the O2 and instead yeah. is at, at home with the snuffles and is watching Countdown. Yeah. Um, you know, she water off a duck's back, exactly as you've said, an oily duck. Yeah, um, yeah. And hopefully she's just, you know, doesn't matter. She's just have a yeah. cup of tea. There's nothing she can do about it. Yeah. Uh, she'll hear how it went from Paul yeah. after. You know, it's fine. Is she um, is she Russ Abbott's daughter? Um, yes, <laughs> uh, she is. Yeah, um, yeah. So, she's yeah. the daughter of Russ Abbott and Jackie Weaver from oh, then, the um, Handforth Parish Council Zoom. Oh yeah, yeah, and then they yeah. called her Jackie anyway. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is named after her mum. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But have you come across this? Yeah. Um, it feels familiar. Mm. Um, I'm not sure it's ever totally caught my attention, but I, I can feel how irritating it is. Ah, so irritating! But, you're coming out and like you, you just know. you know you've heard all these incredible songs. You're going, oh yeah, and then through the tinny speakers of mm. the sort of you know the gantry that you're getting yourself out, and I don't know. Maybe it'll be a sweet child of mine, actually. Oh, really? Mm. Uh, Guns N' Roses, not the Sheryl Crow version. Did she do a version of that? Yeah, of course she did. I didn't know that. Of course she did. Oh, you've got to look it up. Sheryl Crow's great. I mean, that's the thing. You know, you could have been in there listening to Sheryl Crow live. Yeah. Come out, we've got Guns N' Roses version. No, that's the thing. It's not related. It's never related. What if you were watching Sheryl, Sheryl Crow and then you came out and it was Counting Crows? Counting crows, they still going? Because they just are the sound of like 1996 to 1998 in my head. It's Counting Crows and Pearl Jam. When yeah. just like everything's – and Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Oh That's God. just all that music was. What's Counting Crows sounds. is like seminal hit. Mr. Jones and me. No, hang on. That would be me and Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones around me. Which is a little bit like Eddie Vedder. Jeremy's working. Yeah, That's yeah. sort of like squeezed. Yes. Tim Minton does a brilliant parody of that in his uh, in his very funny song "Dark Side." I can have a dark side too if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. Check it out on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I can have a dark side. 
it's a really funny song where he's like he's going on about um not really having a dark side and, <laughs> and yeah. his girlfriend sort of bemoaning the fact that he he's just a bit you know happy he's just very light <laughs> he's just quite like sort of happy all the time oh he's very funny isn't he quite good at piano as well terribly good yeah terribly good um I can have an accent too if you want me to. I can't do it. You know, um, you know how when you first started this story, and I said, you know, you you said you've been to a gig, and I said Kenny G. Yeah, um, that came to mind because <laughs> I, I went to see Kenny G with my mum when I was about thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Thought it was wicked. Yeah, yeah. me and my mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah we loved it. it. Have you seen him again? Or <laughs> no, no, not again, no. not again. I was in a bit of a saxophone phase at the time. Were you? Did you play yeah. the sax? Um, not well, but oh, I you could. Did play. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, I played. Yeah, I've still got oh, my boy. sax oh, somewhere. Really? My parents say. Um, yeah, they're moving soon. They're probably throwing it out. To be honest, but um, yeah, mm. I mean, I you know, I didn't have. A Charlie Parker. I was not one of the saxophone greats. John Coltrane, mm. Charlie Parker, Kenny G. You mm. know, um, mm. but yeah, I love blowing that horn. Yeah, well, I played the clarinet and uh, always oh, wanted lovely. to get onto the saxophone, but uh, never got yeah. there. Was just vilified by my friends. Um, Why? To, to the point where I just sort of gave up because obviously it was it was very uncool. That's horrible. I love the clarinet. Mm. Really love it. Mm. So the whole time I was playing the clarinet, I just need to be on the sax. Yeah, it was a bit oh. like the kind of anecdote about the Flintstones, you know, where mm. from Red, Red Dwarf, where you say, "Well, I'd, you know, I'd go with Betty, but I'd be thinking of Wilma." That thing. <laughs> you know? So I'd be like, I'll, yeah. I'd, I was playing the clarinet, but I was definitely wanting to play saxophone. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry it didn't happen for you. Um, you. you know, you could have been coming up to Glasgow and hanging out with me and my mum, coming to see Kenny G. Tommy F. Um, um, anyway, so so is this a big problem, this um, playing, you know, Sweet Child of Mine after you've come out of Beautiful South? Or did it's it just happen that one you... time? No, it happens every time you go. Right. You the venue, I've, that's why. Um, when I came out, they always, I said, this happens every time. Why are they still doing it? Right, like, suddenly, right, 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 right. Something really kind of came into uh, focus, you know? Yeah, um, okay. Just, I mean, like, what they could do is just play some of the songs that you've just heard, you know, play some of the music of the band it, you've just seen. Why, why play fact, different band's music? That would be lovely, wouldn't it? It'd be like, yeah. just extra, just be a bit yeah. extra. And because it was, you'd be thinking, oh yeah, the, oh yeah, the recorded version's a bit, yeah, they did do it a bit different, actually. This one, yeah. you hear it again, you know, you're like, oh mm. yeah, this, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's maybe oh yeah, there's very lush strings on it on the album. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's strings. like you know, you'd you're finishing your your meal at the restaurant instead of giving you uh, a can of diet coke to suddenly. Mm. They just give you a tiny little bit of what you had before for dessert. Yeah, yeah. You That'd might be, be full, but it's really small. Yeah, and you then you've still just, just got the air of that. Haven't you? Exactly, it just brings it back. Mm. Nice idea for restaurants as well as gig venues, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, I'm humming, like on the tube on the way home, I'm humming Sweet Child of Mine. I'm just thinking, why am I humming Guns N' Roses when I've just been to see the beautiful South? 
Yeah, I mean, also, you know, sweet child of mine, that's not that's not a palate cleanser, is it? If, if it was just some, you well, know, a bit thing. of cello or whatever. But no yeah. one's hearing sweet child of mine and not humming it for the rest of the evening. Exactly. It's I mean, all so I can do now not to be humming it. Exactly, because it's sort of a really distinctive song that gets in <laughs> yeah. your head. And yeah. sort of, sort of, they could play sort of Muzak as you're coming out because they know that yeah. you don't want to be besmirched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the atmosphere of the band you've just seen. Obviously, you don't because you've been you're fans yeah. of that band because you've paid the money to go and see them. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, you know, this is happening. Um, or it could just be pan pipes, you know, like the sort of <laughs> from the Andes. The, yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Just like yeah. relaxing. Andy's pan pipes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's very good on that. <laughs> he was. He was so good. He was so good. Um, so, are you wanting to impose like a new rule, like venues have to play the music of the band? I think that'd be better. Heard. I think that'd be better. Yeah. Can we just do? Can we just see if we can um, evoke the spirit of Andy's pan pipes? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Are you even trying? No. I'm no. You, man. You're, yeah, the, yeah. you're the, the man of a, a thousand voices. Okay, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've got to get a, like a real, a lot of like um, wind, you know, whistly wind. Whistly and wind, then yeah. try and get a note on top. Like. That's pretty good. <laughs> Are you doing sweet child of mine in the pump pipes? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Was that> a... <laughs> You've not got enough wind in there. I'm going to need that's whistling. You're dangerously close to whistling. But did you know what I was playing? Sorry, no, go on, do it again. Hang on. Oh, I've lost the, I've lost my wings. <laughs> Is it the theme tune to match of the day? <laughs> it's Paradise City. <laughs> Take me down to the Paradise City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Oh, oh. Yeah, when when you were young and your life was an open book, you used to <laughs> say, never let live. You know you did, you know you did, you know you did. That's but probably the what it like world in which we live in makes me give it a try. It's called November rain. Never let die. Never let die. <laughs> I was getting. I was almost bursting into share there. She was like yeah. hovering just behind Axel Rose. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you reckon? Know, um, oh, this is a good question for you. Oh, so on. you've probably seen. To this. Um, so Brian May getting knighted. That just happened <laughs> yesterday or something. So do you think Slash probably seen that. is going to be wearing that big top hat or whatever and his big shades, but is going to have like wispy white Brian May hair now? Nah, he dyes it, I'm sure. Dyes it. dyes it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure he does as well. <laughs> but 
if Brian May, you know, Brian May, he's a rock guitar guy and he's just let it go natural now. Yes, yeah. Well, he's an astrophysicist, though. As That's well, because of his astrophysicist stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Him and uh, Brian Cox hanging out all the time. All yeah, the Brian's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And neither Atkinson. of whom, Brian Cox nor Brian May, have had haircuts in years. No. You know, just do you think Brian May servant supernovae? <laughs> exactly, but they can't do that all the time. Like, do you think Brian I May? Just... No, but listen, do you think Brian what? May gets up of a morning, right, and he has a shave, and he look, he thinks, Brian, you're getting on a bit now. Look at this hair, and then mm. do you think he just thinks, oh, maybe it's time actually to cut it. He can, no. though, can he? He's trapped now. He's absolutely trapped. Of course, he is. Anita would never have that. No, Anita loves that. Loves that yeah. hair. She didn't at first. She didn't really like it. Didn't then she? she fell for Brian. Mm. She, couldn't, she wouldn't have it any other way. Well, that's famously they had the same hair, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, so yeah. that's the whole foundation of their relationship is the hair. It's like Samson. Yeah, it's they, true. They were very Brian difficult cut, to tell apart. Yeah. I mean, if Brian cut the hair, then Anita's out the door. She said that. Does she? Yeah. Do you reckon back in the day, like 86, mm. 87, do you mm. think they ever got up one morning and they're just feeling a bit mischievous? And <laughs> Brian went to Elstree to film a scene with Dirty Den in EastEnders. And Anita went and did a rehearsal with Freddie and the boys. That's and um, happened, yeah. yeah, I think it probably did. <laughs> it was only <laughs> when like Freddie was trying to hit a high note and he was just like, Brian, your playing is off yeah. today. Cack-handed today. Yeah. Um, and also when Dirty Den was like, he was like, Anita, uh, Ange, you've yeah. not learned your, I don't know what's happened. You seem to know the lines, but you can no longer act. Yeah. And your voice has gone very deep. Well, Do you think the it was then? <laughs> yeah. When the docu in the documentary for Netflix, where, which is called, um, when Brian did Anita's job and Anita's did Brian's job. Yeah. Great title. Um, that's good that that's very catchy the, um, yeah, the, yeah it's, it's there's a lot of build-up there's a lot of talking heads about well it was a mm. tuesday you know setting it all up it's a tuesday in ben, ben itself is this like roger um the drummer roger taylor is roger that Taylor's there and he's he's saying well it's yeah he, he's kind of got a transatlantic bit of an accent now um yeah yeah well it was a tuesday and uh and we all we all saw brian uh rocking up to the studio <laughs> and you know yeah. and uh and but he, you know, was strangely uh, turning turning his head down. He had his head sort of facing down on that day. Mm. And that, it's not on, that's not like Brian. He often has his face facing the sun. He, you know, he's he's that kind of mm. guy. And we thought there's well, something up for Brian stars, today. Isn't he? Oh, he's looking at the stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in true Oscar Wilde fashion. Yeah. And, um And um and then on the other side, on the talking heads. Um. Well, it was a Tuesday, and I. I I often used to attend the set of EastEnders just for inspiration. Above is this Alan else. Bennett? Alan Bennett's a talking head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah right, yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. going, and, and then and I saw Anne, and she appear on set, and she'd been there all week. <laughs> but she was strangely mannish that day and, and quite muted. And we, we all thought, oh, there's, there's something up there. And maybe she didn't like the storyline that the writers had supplied for that day. And then at the end of the documentary, it all kind of pushes to this climax where yeah. um, they're on stage. Freddie turns to Brian and says, Brian, what are you doing? Brian, what are you doing? You cack yeah. you Have you got sausage yeah. fingers? What's the matter with you? Yeah. And then, and then Brian May just like looks up at Freddie. Yeah. And they've got that bit of footage where, she, where 
she, yeah. Anita Dobson, actually, because it is actually her, looks yeah, up yeah. and then flashes a flashes a false eyelashes at Freddie, and he's like, "Ah, it's Anita." Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then they cut to they cut to EastEnders, yeah. Yeah. And Ange looks up to Den, and he goes, "Oh, it's it's Brian," like that, and then it's do 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 do. Oh, it's and that's the end of the documentary. He says, "Oh, it's the future, Sir Brian May." <sighs> I mean, you've ruined it, but I cannot wait to see that documentary. I know, yeah. Totally ruined it. <laughs> Absolutely mind. huge, if true. Yeah. And I yeah, yeah. suspect it is true. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Great days. Well, just going back to 80s stars like that, and we were talking about Annika Rice. Yeah. I think it's possible that she still runs around with a helicopter now. And yeah. just sort of goes yeah. up and then says, drop me on Exmoor or whatever. And then yeah. sort of runs around, gets back in. Yeah. Maybe just like once once or twice a month. No, you know? no, I think she does it all the time. If she's going to the <laughs> shops and that, she, she'll take the yeah. helicopter. Oh, right, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. she'll have a, a crew behind her. And she'll be like, I've got, I've got to get me all brand. <laughs> you know, she'll be around, around the supermarket. Yeah. yeah, oh, no, look, £2.90 yeah. for a bag of wraps. One, actually, you know, <laughs> yeah. One of. cameraman with like a really heavy eighties camera. Yeah, he hasn't aged well, right, that guy. No, although yeah. he'd be very fit. All that running. Well, yeah, yeah, he tries to keep up, but you know, still. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. A lot of long shots these days, long lenses. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Extra, mm. extra sort of zoom on it. Yeah. Wow. So is this going in then, or what? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. I don't nah. really see why it wouldn't. I no. don't see... I suppose we can't really force... I don't think it's the within the power of Living Room 101 that they will definitely play the same band that were just on, but they can't play any other bands, I suppose. So, yeah. actually, that's their only option. It, so it's either be the band you've just seen or no music. And that yeah, no music would be better than, yeah. than a different, unrelated yeah. band. You yeah. Know so, yeah, yeah, that's gone in, Tom. Oh, I'm very relieved. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you must be. improve my gig-going experience, definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, oh, well that's good it, to be then, back, Chris. In the, uh, back in the saddle, Tom. That was, you know. Yes, yeah, very much so. Um, are we on a horse or are we sort of? I was I just going to say, I really enjoyed riding with you, but, you know, I wasn't sure. Um, well, I mean, emotionally, the show was a bit of a bucking bronco, I suppose. There were tears, laughter. Um, mm. Was it a bucking bronco? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> this could be you. This could be what you could be doing your little uh, hiatuses. Yeah, you could just ask yourself these questions. Like, was it a bucking bronco? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And just consider that. You know, that could be the beginnings of your training. What is a bronco? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, maybe, maybe a disease, that's isn't it? A disease yeah. of the lung. Is it a type of young male horse or something? Anyway, anyway. never mind. Mm. Well, good to be back on the bronco, you know. Yeah, definitely. Good to be back, Chris. Good to be back. Uh, yeah. Are we on together or are we taking turns or what? On the bronco? Yeah. I think we're on together. We're in this together, we? old son. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is there handles or do I have to ha- hold on to you? Like, hold on to your back. <laughs> you have to hold on to my back. Oh, God. That's not um, so bad. Oh, I don't know. It's a bit awkward, isn't it? Mm, it is a bit. It could be yeah. a bit. Yeah. I mean, when it gets really going, the bucking bronco, yeah. I'm really gripping tight to try not to fall off. 
But remember, I'm a Zen master, so I mean, I won't find it awkward. You can't even you can't even feel the touch. No, no, and I don't no, mind. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, I get thrown off the booking bronco, and you just sort of rise to a higher plane. Yeah, exactly. I I can't really be thrown off because no. I'm so I'm one with the bronco. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we all are, really. The secret is that you just didn't realise. Yeah, I need to realise that, don't I? Yeah, you do. Okay. Um, all right, then, Chris. Well, I'm going to say um, nice to be back and uh, bye-bye now. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, really great to be back on the Bronco. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>